Welcome in to the Line 9 Basketball Post Game Show. He's Craig. I'm Logan. Uh, Hi. Hey, Craig. How are you, man? Dandy. Did dandy? That's great. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Illinois goes on the road and loses at Maryland. Uh, 71-66 was the final. Um, plenty of things to talk about. We, we'll, we'll get into it here uh, quickly. As always, if you're new, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you're not new, welcome back. Uh, like, share, subscribe. If you're on uh, YouTube, go ahead and uh, hit a like. Get in the comments section. We will be monitoring the comment section and uh, getting you guys involved uh, with your questions, comments, concerns, anything like that. Uh, like, share, and subscribe, as I said, uh, on the YouTube page. If you're watching on Twitter, welcome. Uh, head on over to YouTube, too, if you haven't done that as well, and uh, join the conversation there. So he is Craig Shout. I'm Logan Lee, and we are from No One Asked Us. Uh, all right, let's just get this thing started. Um I will be honest, this game was, I was a little pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised by the result. I know this was still a loss. This is a five-point loss. Uh, I wasn't sure what we were going to see from this team uh, coming to this game, and especially early on in this game, too. They had a lot of fight. They showed a lot of fight, and they made me really optimistic for what's ahead once we get into the heart of the Big Ten play because this was obviously the first game of the Big Ten schedule. We'll play one more against Penn State next weekend and then the rest of those will start in January. Um, we saw a lot tonight, I think, and we'll get into some of that. I, I just, I didn't have a lot of expectations for this game. I really didn't. I, I just wasn't sure what we were going to see. Uh, my thought process was similar to the Vegas situation. I would have been happy with a win in the next two games. Um, I wasn't sure if we were going to get it and I'm still not sure we're going to get it because I'm not sure that's going to happen on Tuesday either, but uh, they did show a lot of fight. So I think there's something to take away from that for sure. 71 66 is the final uh, Craig opening thoughts from you. Um, how do you feel? I had this thought. Um, I was actually in Champaign today for work and I had, had this thought during the drive thinking about the game tonight and I expected a loss and then immediately after I kind of realized that that's what I was expecting I was like you know honestly it feels so nice to be in a situation where we can expect a loss and it not change our outlook of the season does no, that make sense? Like, no, I agree. From 2014 to 2019, I think every Illinois fan was like, "We have to win these games. We have to win this game. If we want, if we want to make the tournament, we have to win these games." But the program's in a place where that's not necessarily true anymore. You can afford no. to lose games like this. Brad Underwood has and, never won a game in Mar at Maryland. No, and that is why I expected a loss is because Illinois, Illinois has never, never Illinois has never played well there. Illinois has never played Maryland well in general, even in Champaign. Um, it's their, he, Maryland's the kryptonite. Maryland is the kryptonite. And Maryland came in super hot, one of the hottest teams in the country. Um, not saying Illinois hasn't been playing well, but it was, it was the recipe for a loss. And 
I think it was a it was a good loss. It was a good test. It was a good way for the freshmen to get their feet wet because they looked atrocious for the most part. Um, first experience in a hostile, true road environment. And could this kind of equate to the Indiana – not equate to the Indiana football loss because Indiana was a trash football team. Maryland's a pretty good basketball team. But a loss early in the season that propels you later in the season. I think yeah. it, I think it could do a lot of good for specifically Jaden Epps, Ty Rogers, specifically because both of them looked pretty bad tonight. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it is something that you do build off of. Uh, as we said, Brad Underwood has never won in that building, um, and this this is an Illinois program that has won a Big Ten title or been a number one overall seed in the tournament the last two seasons. So clearly, it does. It's not a requirement that you go in and win this game. Um, but as I said at the top of the show, I think they showed a lot of fight, and I think that that really goes a long way because this team was dead in the water um, in the first half, and I don't know what clicked. It seemed things seemed to change when Terrence Shannon broke his face. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> what happened there, um, but you know things kind of turned the corner for him. Um, but you know, I what? said this game. I said, "quote This game's over." When it was fifty five forty five. And I think they tied the game at 57. Yeah. Like they went on a 12 yeah. to two run from there. Um, and that's number one. That's the, uh, no, I didn't put it. Number one. Uh, I put it as my good. So coming up in, in our rundown, yeah. I put this we'll as my good, but we'll yeah. get there. Uh, go over some of the, some of the stats real quick from the Illinois side, Terrence Shannon, uh, the leader in points for the Illini. Did he lead all scorers? No, he did not. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Shannon, 19.7 rebounds, three assists. Coleman Hawkins, 16.7 boards, four blocks. RJ Melendez, 13.7 rebounds, two blocks, and three steals. RJ had a pretty nice game. Uh, those are the only three Illini in double figures. Uh, the next highest scorer was Dane Danger, who took a while to get going, uh, but he finally um, scored some points down the stretch. He had eight points and five rebounds. Um, that was pretty much all the production from the Illini, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, we'll go to the key three. Uh, first thing here, um, Maryland controlled this thing from the beginning. Uh, the The Maryland crowd was an absolute ruckus uh, for better and for worse. I think we can um, talk about some of the negatives, too, from the crowd. Um I don't know that that was worthy of putting it as my bad, but um, there was some dirty, dirty language coming from that student, yeah. student section. Um, but no, Maryland controlled the string from the, from the very beginning. The fact that Illinois was even that they even even tied this game as late as it was, and that it was only a five point finish, I think says a lot about the way the team fought because Maryland really controlled the game from the get go. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Monitor, are you monitoring your social media? Or? Well, um, Deion Sanders is taking the Colorado job, so I was kind of Craig. We're not here to break news, man. Uh... <laughs> um, okay, Maryland That's... controlled from the tip. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, like I said in my first thought, that I expected that. I mean, they were hyped up for this game. There was a near sellout SVP in the crowd. I mean, if you watch the game, you saw all the people. Gary Williams uh, back in the house, Mike Loxley in the in there, their gold rush. I mean, it was the recipe for a for a hostile environment, and that really rattled Illinois to start. I think, and they second half they came out and they they battled it well and came back and tied the game. Did they ever take? Did we ever take the lead? 
I don't think Illinois ever lead, led this game. If they, they did, four, it was we, very brief. We let, no, yeah, we led early because we, we were we, up yeah, 14, 14 13, 11 early, but never got the lead back after that. That was the last lead. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was hostile. It was good for um, – it was good for for the team, but uh, yeah, Maryland came. Maryland brought it. Maryland brought it. They um, Hummel said on the rod, broadcast how raucous it was, and it definitely impacted the game. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, that was that was the first real tr- road test for this team. And as young as this team is, um, it was it was good that they saw it because um, they're going to get a lot more games like that as we get into this Big Ten schedule. Uh, speaking of some of those young guys. Um, the the bench production tonight, as I mentioned, Illinois had basically three guys do most of the scoring, and those are the three most veteran players on this team, shy of maybe yeah. one other one. Uh, the Illini bench tonight scored all of ten points. Um, not really what you want. Um, yeah. What was the how many points did Maryland's bench score? They only had eight. So the point, the differential wasn't um, wasn't all that great. But regardless, ten points from the bench. Um, that's that's not that's not ideal. But again, a lot of those are the freshmen who we've talked about did not look great. Uh, you could tell that they were freshmen played in their first true road Big Ten test today because uh, yeah. they looked apart. The the absolute zero. I mean, there was zero production from 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 the bench. Yeah, sincere Harris uh, was not healthy. He had a no. limp, um, a noticeable limp. He only played five minutes. Jaden Epps was in foul trouble from the time he set foot on the court. He had three fouls in this. I think he had three fouls in four minutes of play in the first half, maybe. Um, and so he only had ten minutes total. And Ty Rogers just – I expected a lot more from him. He's not contributing much of anything to this team right now. Um, nine minutes – the only stat he has one rebound and one assist, and he missed one shot. Just non-existent from Ty Rogers. So Danger is the only um, suitable bench piece. Um, not just today. Oh, well, I guess I guess today, yes, because today, Epps yes, Jaden and Sear have been playing well. Yeah, um, but today it, it was a six-man rotation, and you just you just can't have that. Yeah. You can't have that on the road in the Big Ten. It was. Um, Things need to change. Something needs to change with the bench. Um, you need more than Epps and uh, Danger to to beat teams on the road. Yeah. Uh, Ten points from the Illini bench. Eight of those came from Dane Danger. So uh, yeah. the other thing here, once again, second game in a row, uh, three-point shooting. Um, like this was – it was bad tonight. Five for 20. Um, Terry and Shannon, two of those – Yes, where Coleman yes. hurling up threes. That's what I was going to say. From fifty feet, yep. With zero That's what I was time say. on the shot clock. That's what two of them was. Uh, so legitimately, but, they were three of eighteen because yeah, those two are just lucky threes. And then uh, TJ Terrence Shannon airballed two or three of them. Um, Jaden Epps at that that last one towards the end. I get he was open. I'm not sure that's a shot I wanted to take. He was open and he can't shoot, so I can't be fully mad at him. But that was not the shot I was hoping for. If he, uh, if up to that point he had played twenty four minutes, take yeah. that shot. But yeah. when you've only played six minutes and you haven't been in a rhythm, no, that and was... that's the first shot of the game that you take, 
off of a defensive stop down one where you have a chance to take the lead, that's one of the worst shot decisions I've ever seen in college basketball. Like yeah. from a freshman, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Five for 20 from the, from three, two for 11 from three in the second half. Um, not what you want. Again, second game in the row where three point shots uh, was an Achilles heel for this team. And, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that they can't get that figured out, but I think we've known that from the beginning, that this is not a team full of shooters. There are there are guys that can do it. We've seen Coleman do it. We've seen Taryn Shannon do it. I know RJ can do it. I know Jay Neps can do it. I know Sky, Hart, Sky Clark can make the like, – I know those, there are guys there, but consistently getting them to make six to seven threes a game at least, like we might be – we might be hurting for something. I, I don't know if that's coming. The issue tonight, six, I think, six was six or seven isn't even that many. Was the selection of a lot of them? They yeah. weren't. They weren't open threes. They weren't coming out of sets. They were at the end of the shot clock where you have to get something up. Which the offense was concerning tonight. I didn't see a lot of offense that we had seen the first five six games of the season. Um, Maryland's defense was really packing it in for a lot of the game. And it wasn't until late in the second half when Illinois started making that run that they started getting to the basket and, and getting some things done. Um, yeah. When you're not a good three point shooting team, you have to design plays to get open threes. And the threes tonight came from some slight penetration into the lane and kick and then throw something up with four seconds left on the shot clock. Um, yep. Hoping it goes in. Uh, th- yeah, this we gotta. RJ RJ was the only. We've said yeah, it. There it is. We've Luke Goody. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Torbert, Torbett. Uh, Luke Goody is. I mean, he's he's this team's best three point shooter, and he hasn't yeah. touched the floor yet. So, uh, I, what's the latest on him? Are we are we thinking? Brad said something a couple of days ago, but I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. I want to say the he said something about starting to do basketball stuff at the turn of the calendar. Yeah. So end of January, middle of January, end of January, he might be back. But um, I don't remember what Brad said. Word for mid January is probably best case scenario. Yeah. So hope for the best there because they could still use him. Yeah. RJ was two for three tonight from three. Uh, Coleman was two for six, but again, both of those were from forty some feet out. Um, Yeah. And Sky Clark hit one, but that was literally it. Taryn Chan was zero for five from three. All right. Uh, who's in the chat, Craig? Um, Ryan. We already heard from him. Uh, I don't know how, I don't know what this is. MB, Embrots, Embrots. Offense, yep. uh, offense. would have taken lead work exactly what is wrong. There's no go to guy. Yeah. I mean, yep. Terrence Shannon Jr. is that, but. He was obviously not 100% after the beating he took today. Um, no. So, yeah, there's there's no Io. There's no Trent that you can trust with the ball in their hands yet. No. Um, I mean, it, it is it is Terrence Shannon, but it's – yeah, he wasn't – he wasn't at his best tonight. Um, you know, I was thinking when everything's clicking, Illinois has got a pretty good one-two punch with, with Terrence and Coleman, but – uh, not everything was clicking tonight, especially from Terrence. I say that, but he still had 19 points. So yeah. um, clearly 
he was doing some things right. He was five or six from from the free throw line. He he attacks the basket well. He gets in there for offensive rebounds. He does a lot of a lot of good things. But uh, yeah, this team doesn't seem to have quite that IO or that Trent Frazier like we've had in the past. I think it, it will be him, but I don't think we're quite there yet um, mm-hmm. with him. So uh, he's never really had to be that guy either. Um, so we're asking, you know, I think he's capable of it, but um, yeah. Anything uh, else in the chat you want to go to before we move on? Uh, Yeah, just a little motivation for you here, Logan, from Purple <laughs> Matter. <laughs> And all forget about what happened yesterday and stop worrying about tomorrow and be thankful for the gift God gave you on this fine day. That is beautiful. That's really what I needed after this. So <laughs> whoever you are, wherever you're coming um, from, whatever bot you might be, uh, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Brad is in post game right now, I guess, and said, uh, quote, this one will eat me up, end quote. Because he didn't sub out Dane, so they couldn't five-way switch on the last three. Mm. So the reason they got that three, which is the one thing you can't have in that possession, yep, um, because that that makes makes it a two-possession game, is you can't have a three there. But they left Dane in, so they couldn't switch that that ball screen. I think Shannon went under it and left Young wide open. And I mean, as soon as as soon as they set the screen, I started screaming. No, because I knew it was going to happen. There was no way he was missing that shot. Yeah, nope. I'm with you. Um, all right. Um, who's your everyday guy of the game? I'm Terrence Shannon. I mean, he took a he went through a 12 round boxing match tonight and was the leading scorer and um, was trying to make uh, make as many plays as he could. I think the missed dunk that they didn't call a foul and they gave Maryland the ball. Could have been a huge momentum shifter. Um, didn't go Illinois' way. But, um, yeah, I think he, he just battled. He played – how many minutes did he play? 37. He played 37 minutes even with missing time, getting his forehead attended to. So, yeah, he, he just battled. Um, 19 points again, which I think is his average. Seven rebounds, three assists. Didn't do much wrong. Didn't make a three. Uh, that's about the only negative I got on him, but yeah, he he's my everyday guy because he was I didn't a warrior even, tonight. I didn't even notice the minutes thing. Coleman played thirty nine minutes. I mean, <laughs> we talked about it. The freshmen were playing so bad. I know, and that's they that's your whole bench. Have to be a couple. That's of guys. your yeah. that's your whole bench. Um, this team is very going to be very veteran heavy for a while, I think, in conference play. Uh, I'm going to go with RJ Melendez. Thirteen points from him. Um, I've already talked about him. About him a couple times, 13 points, seven rebounds, uh, two blocks, three steals, two for three from three, five for seven from the field. I mean, it took a little while, but RJ's starting to click, and it was necessary. I mean, I know Illinois didn't win this game, but um, he was one of the only bright spots there was in this offense. So if if he wasn't if he wasn't firing on on most cylinders, at least this game wasn't even as close as it actually ended up being. So I'm um, glad to see him finally maybe starting to find his stride, figure out his, his role um, and kind of go from there. What's your good from the game? Uh, just being able to come back in that environment and fighting through the adversity of the crowd and the first road game for these um, f- five freshmen. I called Dane Danger a freshman. Brad called Dane Danger a freshman yes. on the radio. 
Um, five freshmen playing in their first true Big Ten road game. Uh, one of them a starter. Two of them did not play well. Um, I like I said earlier, it was a um, um, what what was I? Did, I just lost my train of thought because we got a comment and I was trying to read the comment. Um, yeah, just the fight. It was uh, it was a uh, a hostile environment on the road in the Big Ten, and I I was just uh, it was a ten point game, fifty five forty five, and I said this game's over. And then they came back and they tied it and had the chance to take the lead and, and battled till the end. I mean, both of the Illinois losses this season, they did they have the lead against Virginia at the under four? They did. Um, I think so, yeah. I think they had the lead, and this one they were tied at the under four, and you just couldn't pull them out. And it, that goes – it's a young team. It's uh, it's going to come. But right now it's a, a good loss, a learning experience. So um, I was happy with the fight and happy with the comeback. And you're good? Are you bad? Was not impressed with the defense. Yeah. Um, we touched on the three-point shooting, but I was not impressed with the defense. Um, I don't have any specifics of why. I just felt like Maryland was doing a lot of what they wanted to do. They were bullying guys. The um, I, A lot of times they – it was probably this the switching scheme because they would switch and Sky would get stuck on Dante Clark and he'd just take him to the post and I think he scored on him multiple times down there. So I think Maryland just had a good scouting report on the switching defense and exploited it and it, it didn't work and maybe he should have gone to something else or tried to catch him off guard with something. But um, I, I wasn't impressed with the defense tonight. Yeah, I agree. Uh, for me, the good, the veterans, for the most part, three out of four ain't bad, I guess. Um, stepped up, really could have used the fourth. Matthew Meyer still non-existent on this team. Um, but, you know, your three leading scorers are all your most experienced players for the most part. So it was nice that, you know, the three of them stepped up here because obviously for my bad, the freshmen weren't there. Uh, Sky Clark at least scored six points, showed up a little bit, didn't – he still looks confident. He looked confident the whole game. Uh, but we already talked about – this? Some- Sky Clark. Sky, yeah. Um, I mean, Jaden got into foul trouble as soon as he stepped on the court. Sincere was was not healthy, and you could tell that. Um, Dane, we talked about Ty. I mean, a lot of these things we've already touched on, but, like, the freshmen just look like freshmen tonight for the first time, really, this season. So uh, that's that's obviously going to be my bad. Uh, how about the chat? Anything else you want to you wanna point yeah. out? Not Matt. So if you're not Matt, I don't know who you are. Uh, Hawkins <laughs> foul was the turning point. Can't give up a 62. Yes, that yep. was a, a bad decision. Um, I tweeted or I texted this in the group about Coleman. I've never seen once anyone so silky smooth and yet so uncoordinated yeah. at the same time. Like no, that's, those that's layups true. that he does in the lane where he's like yeah. twisting and he does like the little spin. They look so smooth, but when he's running down the court, he looks so uncoordinated. Um, and he's just a tale of two, like, best of both worlds is is what he is because yeah. he makes those these stupid bonehead plays, but then he drains 32-footers and makes these awesome layups and putbacks. And, I mean, he's been good, so we can't really knock him too much because he's been really good the last week. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that was I... a bonehead play. I agree with that. I mean, the other one, and it didn't really, I mean, it wasn't 
huge when it comes to the final score, but the the Dane Danger goaltend that was yeah. uh, not not ideal. That ball was was coming out of the rim. Yeah. Um, yep. He barely. I mean, he he was it was a goaltend, but it was barely a goaltend. Uh, yep. This is a good ideal. point too from Ryan that I 100% agree with and 100% think that's why Loyola beat Illinois in the NCAA tournament is Underwood yeah. gets outcoached quite a bit in game. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I think that that's a everybody has their their flaws. Um, not everyone's perfect, and unfortunately, yeah. I think this is probably his biggest flaw. And it's not it's not a great flaw. Um, it's, it's certainly not something you, you want. Um, but I think it's, I think it's certainly something of note. I think that he is not the best in-game manager. Um, I don't think he's the best in-game adjuster. Um, he does a lot of other things really well, but yeah, I think Mm -hmm. that's probably as a coach, that's probably one of his weakest things. I would agree. Yep. Yep. Uh, anything else chat wise? We got one more that's coming with what we talk about next. All right, yeah. Uh, well, next is next is Texas. <laughs> uh, Texas is the number two team that's in the an country. Easy win, right? Yeah, easy win for sure. Uh, yeah, we Illinois heads to the Jimmy V Classic at Madison Square Garden on Tuesday night. Um, four teams are going to be there, including Duke and Iowa, but Illinois gets the Longhorns. Um, a Longhorn team that is playing very, very well. Uh, just yesterday, last night, they beat Creighton. I believe, was that in Omaha or was that in Austin? Austin. Okay. Um, yeah, so they beat Creighton last night. They beat Gonzaga earlier in, in November. Um, they're, they're playing really well. So as I said earlier, I would have loved to have got one of these two. Um so if that's happening, I guess it's got to be Tuesday. <laughs> uh, but I think we'll be Illinois will be very lucky to not pick up their third loss on Tuesday night um, as they head to Madison Square Garden. The good yes. news is this might be the last yes. non-conference loss. It should be. I mean, it, it should be the last non-conference loss. So if we can only make it through that non-conference schedule with just two losses, that would be nice. Uh, yeah, Ryan feels like Texas is going to beat the brakes off this team. I agree. Um, and then, yeah, the concussion protocol for, for Terrence. Um, I think that's certainly something to be concerned about. He, um, not sure why he was still able to play in that game, but he was, and I'm glad he did, uh, I guess. I guess I would have felt better if they got a win. But, um, yeah, I got to hope that he's out there because if he's not out there, then there is no chance. Um, Brad, Brad told Derek Piper that he's getting stitches. That's all that he said. We'll see. Uh, yeah, got to hope that Terrence is out there. Otherwise, there's zero shot for this team to win on on Tuesday. I would have to say, um, but it, this this is a talented Illinois team. I so I don't want to put that. I don't want to just you know dismiss dismiss this game. I mean, Texas is good, um, but I don't know that they're unbeatable by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, I just yeah. this this Illinois team that showed up tonight will not beat will not be Texas. The team no. that shows up against UCLA could be Texas very well. I thought this um, somewhere in between the 10 points they were down where I said this game's over and when they tied it, somewhere in between there, maybe with like five or six minutes left in the game, I was like, the, Illinois played the worst they played all season, and it's a four-point game yeah. on the road. 
Like, it, I, I mean, think that it, says quite a bit. I don't know what the crowd's going to look like, but it's not going to be necessarily a road game. So, yeah, you're not going to have the seventeen thousand screaming, cursing yeah. Maryland fans um, coming at your neck. So the freshmen might have a little less pressure, but it's still ass- the Garden. It's still Texas. So I would assume there will be mo- more Duke fans than anything. And oh, I would sure. also assume that the Duke fans would root against Texas because Texas is number two in the country and all that. Probably. So maybe they're on Illinois side. I, I don't know. I would expect there to be more Duke and Illinois fans than any, than the other two. So there'll be a lot of, not orange, so much though. a road game. Another tournament, another uh, thing, another game where there will be a lot of orange in the stands. My OCD is kicking in that my, Windbreaker is a different shade of orange than our background. Yeah. It's a little bit of my OCD that, here. should probably get that fixed. <laughs> I didn't even go Illinois tonight. I went Lion King. I wear Illinois every game day. So I know. most post-game shows, I've you noticed. will see me in Illinois gear. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Sometimes I match your energy. but Unless I am super pissed off that they lost, because then I'll take it off between the end of the game <laughs> and the start of the post-game. I did that last year a couple of times. Yeah, I I remember. All right. Uh, yeah, that's coming up Tuesday night. Duke or Texas, Madison Square Garden, Jimmy V Classic. Tip-off is 6 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock Eastern Time on ESPN. Anything else, Craig? No, I'm tired. What's going to um, make – what's going to ruin your night more, Illinois losing this game or Ohio State making the playoff? I as want Ohio US, State to make the playoff. As USC is getting their – butt kicked against Utah. I want Ohio State in. Um, Over USC? That, You've been very yeah, much adamant it for makes, USC making the playoff. Yeah, but if Ohio State makes the college football playoff, Penn State goes to the Rose Bowl, and that opens up another spot for a Big Ten team to get a better bowl. So wow. I, don't know, I could get a okay. better bowl by sure. Ohio State and Michigan being in the playoff. All right. That's that's one way to look at it. See you in Orlando um, or Tampa or Nashville. I'm not going. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, he's Craig. Yeah. I'm Logan. Final score from from Maryland. Uh, Terrapin 71, Illini 66. We will be back for a regular show on Monday. And then we'll do another post-game show after the Texas game uh, on Tuesday night. Until then, ILL. Horns down. <laughs>